When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, so I'm, I feel really lucky that we have a, a bona fide trash TV expert in the studio with us on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is texting me at present from Uganda, uh, and we will be hearing from him a little bit later in the show, a little voicemail he has sent to tell us the story of what has been happening to him while he's been there. But Holly Roberts is filling in, and we uh, have Sonny on the controls, whoop, whoop. and our trash TV expert, Ms. Marley McMillan, has entered the room. Gosh, I did not know that I would... Garner that title. Well, okay. celebrate yes. yourself, Marley. Celebrate it. Yes, own it. I feel sort of shocked and also um, uh, uh, accomplished. Yes. Well, this is how it all began. Okay, so you've been watching religiously The Bachelorette because that really is your true north, right? Yes. That is your your the beauty that is Marley. That is the the light inside of you, right? It is my compass. It is. Um, mm-hmm. but. What came after The Bachelorette last night was a pretty like highly touted show called The Proposal, which you had no intention of watching. No. Okay, so I watch The Bachelorette, I write a little recap and do a Facebook Live, and I thought, okay, well, I'm doing some, you know, some of this fun Bachelorette stuff. I'll just leave the show on. Mike Fleiss, who's behind The Bachelorette, he created The Bachelorette and has also created this show, and he's gotten every single person that has ever been on The Bachelor or Bachelorette to tweet about this show. They're trying to get everyone that's on board for The Bachelorette to be on board for the proposal. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going to be one of those people. And then I thought, okay, maybe for research purposes, I should just keep it on. And then it was on, and I didn't want to watch it. But then it got to be 940, mm-hmm. at which point I've met the people on yes. the show and I thought well if I've watched this long I can't turn it off so right you now can't and I bail could out. not believe you committed that I got sucked in and you finished yes. the job you completed the mission I did I watched the rest of the show I watched the guy get down on one knee and propose to one of the women that he had met you know within the last hour okay so tell us the premise of the proposal the proposal is either a guy or a gal it started with a guy who's in a little kind of uh, enclosed area mm-hmm. where the contestants can't see them. And so this guy had, you know, I don't know, 20 or 30 women. Again, I was kind of in and out from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, come out, and it's almost like a beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to answer questions, and I, there's a bikini portion. And, and then they narrow it down to, um, you know, this is when I really was actually watching more, when they had three women answer questions 
and um of actually the guy's best friend went up there and then you know the the bachelor himself said like i'm most likely to propose to this person and this mm-hmm. person they narrow it down to two then those women uh both kind of prepare their final speeches for him they meet and then they give him their you know speeches which is like the final episode of the bachelor or the bachelorette mm-hmm. and then the guy decides which one he's going to propose to and then he proposed to one of them so it essentially is like it is the bachelor bachelorette in an hour. Yeah, yes it is. It that is. That is speed and also, dating. Frankly, Which, it's yeah. not really a new concept. There no. have been shows like this on television. Okay, mm-hmm. if you so I just read Bachelor Nation, yep. which is by Amy Kaufman, who is a LA Times reporter on uh on Bachelor and the Bachelorette and she actually got kind of um uninvited to everything because her reporting was too real. Okay, so she's written this book called Bachelor Nation, which again, it's just it's a great book and it's if you're a Bachelor Bachelorette fan, you'll love it. It's a total peek behind the curtain. But she goes through the whole history of how the Bachelor and the Bachelorette started, and it started from Mike Fleiss originally creating this show, The Proposal. I mean, mm-hmm. he, they created that show first where they yeah. had someone propose after two hours. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't work then. Now yes. that we're all primed with The Bachelor, maybe it'll work now. Right. Yep. But yes, this has been done before. And on television. Yes. Um, because I remember watching it the first time around. And to your point, Marley, actually, it was a two hour show. And it was all around the same time. And you'll remember there was a local kind of tie in. Um, there was a couple who lived locally, whose names I'm not going to even look up right now, but I will uh, tell you their story. Um, a guy who was looking to be married, and the mall had just opened, Mall of America had just opened. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, he had his friends go out on a mission to find him the perfect wife. That's right. Lori they and Julia up, were just talking yeah, about that. Mm-hmm. They ended up getting married. They had, I think, three or four kids. Yes. And he just died yes. recently, which is so sad. But they were a shining example yeah. of making a marriage work. They were a wonderful couple. They ended up being a great couple. They yeah. got married. I mean, with it, like, and he, they got married on site. So there is like, I mean, there, there are, there's history around this happening. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of shows that explore this. Yes. Married at first sight, which is a show I love. Isn't there, isn't it 30 day fiance 30, or like 30 or 60 day fiance? Something, something like that. But the idea of, time. of speed dating yeah. and creating yes. a long lasting yes. relationship through the power of TV is nothing new. So Marley, um, <laughs> Is this a show you're going to watch again? No, no. Really? Are you lying or are you being no, serious? I'm, okay. I don't. I don't want to watch it again. Um, I I did not want to watch it this time, and I was hardcore hate watching. I hated every minute that I was watching. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, maybe I do like this. I was. I just. I got sucked into it, and if I hadn't watched the beginning, I wouldn't have watched the end. But right. Yeah. I'm. I'm not going to watch it from now on. Okay. okay. And so why? I probably am. Okay. Thank you, Colleen. I mean, other people liked it. <laughs> but Marley, why for you? Since you're such a fan, you're a member of Bachelor Nation, what was it about the proposal that really turned you off as opposed to being really invested in something like The Bachelor and Bachelorette? I just, you know, I The Bachelorette is fake enough. I love the show, but I know the level of reality and the level of the show that is fakery. Right. And and it's a lot. And so I can't deal with more of the fake. I mean, this is 99% fake and 99% not going to work out. The Bachelor's at least, you know... Five, Better odds. 10%, right? It's, <laughs> right. I, it's, I don't know. It was funny. Donna goes, I love that they cut through all the BS. I'm like, cut through the BS of a relationship of any sort of any getting to know them. Like, <laughs> you, you know, you might have five days where you get to know them on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but here you have 
five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, re- let, so that's more fun? I don't know. I, I just, I like there to be some element of of there is a chance that mm-hmm. it could actually work. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, it, every once in a while on The Bachelor, and that's see, what it does. And you're like me, yeah. where I do believe in the relationships that do last. I do believe that they have found something that will make the relationship work. I, it is like lightning in a bottle, though, because it hardly ever happens. But there are successful bachelor, bachelorette relationships. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so I, I like that roll of the dice hope that that yes. could happen. Mm-hmm. Right. OK, well, I want can you stick around for yes, a little bit? Because sure. because I do. I want to check in with the actual bachelorette, which is your area of expertise, um, because there are two people we've been watching, two of the guys that are vying for the heart of Be- Becca Kufrin that. um uh, that we need to check in on okay. two controversies uh, of guys that we've learned after the show was already in the can. I want to know what the update is on Lincoln and Garrett. We're going to hear from you about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven. We are checking in with our bachelorette expert, Marley McMillan on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, is in Uganda. We are going to hear from him in just a little bit during this hour. We've, he has sent a voicemail for us. So we will check in with him via his voicemail in just moments. But Holly Roberts is here filling in. And Sonny's running the controls. And Marley is here with us. And uh, we just got done talking about The Proposal, mm-hmm. which is the new show that comes directly after The Bachelorette on Monday nights on ABC. Yes. But we have to go back to The Bachelorette because there have been two men that we have been following who are vying for the heart of Becca Kufrin, our very own hometown hero. Mm -hmm. The first one is Lincoln. Lincoln had a little bit of a controversy last week because he's now a convicted sexual sex offender. Mm -hmm. Sex offender. Yes. Yes. He also, uh, you shared with us, has a habit of, he has bad bathroom habits. Let's just say. Yes, yes. We've learned that about him. Very, but he's very bad. Still <laughs> weird. Yes. Ay, ay, ay. He's still on the show. Yeah, he's what's, still on the show right now. What's an update on Lincoln? Give um, us something we can chew on. The update on the show is it, 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 the only air footage he got last night, airtime he got last night, is sitting around with the guys where they were having a conversation about uh, the earth. And he was saying he believes the earth is flat. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. So, no. so that's the only. I, I kind of wonder. I, I said this before we last spoke last time, or I said this afterwards. Actually, mm-hmm. um, in in passing, I said the only thing I could see them doing with Lincoln now being a convicted sex offender is maybe editing him kind of out of the show, uh-huh. like going back and taking out footage, which yeah. is possible. And they may have already done that because he really didn't get a lot of footage yesterday, besides maybe looking mm-hmm. like maybe negative footage. Yeah, yeah. maybe so, they'll make him look like a real exactly. Idiot. And he he'll be gone in a matter of weeks. Yeah, he yeah. didn't look great on the on the group date and then again they showcase this group setting where he's chatting with all the guys and saying how he believes the earth is flat so you're saying for the producers that was a very strategic move now knowing what we know about lincoln's past i don't know for sure but because lincoln's 
uh, personality was already kind of going that way. He was not going to be a, a fan favorite. He mm-hmm. seems like he was going to cause drama all along. But they very well could have done that. I don't think they they can't go and boot him off the right. show or do yep. anything about it now. He yeah. wasn't paid. The show's already filmed. The only thing that they could have done is go back and edit it further, which they could have. Yeah, this is yeah. true. Okay. Now, the other person who has been getting attention since the show started and not because of what he did on the show he did get the first impression rose from becca which kind of made him an early front runner Mm -hmm. but shortly after that there were some images released from another member of bachelor nation who really combed through his social media that showed him favoring and liking and engaging in some very racist very sexist um very just all around bad instagram memes etc fat shaming trans Phobic and hateful conspiracy memes. Yes. Mm. And that was Garrett. So, what is the update on Garrett? I'm afraid to ask. Well, the update, at least, you know, in showtime at this point in the show, he had a one on one with Becca last night and he still really looks like a front runner. And Uh. they defended him so much, or they have been defending him so much that it makes me think that. He either gets really far, and I don't know the spoiler, or that she picks him because why sure. are they defending it so hard? Right. Sure. Um, so that's that's the only update at this point on him, and that's just from the show. I mean, he looks like you know she said he reminds me of home, and he reminds me of my dad. And if you oh. remember, her dad passed away, yeah. you know, uh, when she was in high school, yeah. um, of cancer. So you know that says a lot. Hmm. Yeah, it does. Did he drop any bombs or anything? Was he <laughs> no, like? No, he's, he's been just, just like totally absolutely darling on the show. It. Oh, he did drop the bomb actually that he's divorced. Um, so oh, how Becca did you was do that? Like, hey, let's catch up on on our past relationships and like <laughs> you know get to know each other. And he's like, I was divorced and was married for two months. And she was like, whoa, whoa, that's not, that's not, <laughs> not whoa. What I, so whoa. She, did she take heavy. the news okay yeah. or was it just hard for her to no, process? She, it was okay. It just yeah. was kind of like, whoa, whoa, that was the answer? Right. What? I mm-hmm. mean, normally also the producers would build that into a storyline and right. you'd hear about that before he actually revealed it to her. Oh, I'm nervous to share this. I have been married before, but no, we didn't know anything about it. He just kind of like dropped the bomb um, and did kind of, you know, sewer his ex by just basically saying she was emotionally manipulative and in you know she was basically the problem which i don't know doesn't i feel like oh, ever boy. come off looking entirely no truthful, i was just gonna so. say if if somebody said that to me that would be a red flag yeah oh, it's yeah. you'd you would think there'd be some space right. to say hey you know it, it, we weren't the right match and mm-hmm. she's a great girl but it didn't work out but it, it doesn't see, sound like that's what it was. And very possibly that's maybe what right. it was. I've, you know, we've all been in a relationship where, you know, maybe yes. the other person, even if they, you know, the other person may not have been that great of a person. Right. So. Right. Okay. So we're in week what? Week four. four. Okay. So that for week four, I, I would imagine we've heard, you know, some people getting a little bit serious with her. Okay. Well, uh, it's good that you bring that up. That was maybe the headline last night um, was that this one guy, Jean Blanc, who is a quote unquote cologne so, Oh, he's the cologne Sure, that's right. Yes, he's a Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman. 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A sore of cologne. Colonosaurus Rex. He gave, <laughs> he gave Becca a perfume called yeah, Becca Blanc. Oh my and gosh. Then, and then okay, he that's said. That's a little stalkery, but go yeah, on. I know. And then he said, I'm falling for you. I haven't felt this way about anyone, you know, in a long time. And I am falling in love with you. And Becca kind of scratches her head. And, and it was it like, was a comedic her? moment. Mm. Like, uh, there was just, it was awkward. Oh. It was, and so, and then she basically goes, okay, I don't really know how you feel that way. It's really early. And, you know, I don't feel that way. So I'm going to have to walk you out. Okay. So that was bad enough. Right. But that was kind of funny. Like, you couldn't believe it was happening. And it was so awkward and painful. And then Jean Blanc goes, well, that's not actually, uh, that's actually not, I, I said it, um, but uh, that's, you know, that isn't necessarily how I feel. And she's like, oh, okay, so no. you, yeah, he, he said that to her face. He took it back. No. He, goes, oh. he, goes, no. he goes, I said it, but I only said it because I thought it's what you wanted to hear. Reed, I said uh, it because a producer put exactly, me up to it and gave exactly. me a bonus. Exactly. Oh, that's so awkward. That, it's so awkward because oh. we know, you know, the producer oh. absolutely made him do that or, you know, suggested, yeah, it'll be a really good idea. Definitely do it. Definitely do it. And then he tried to go back on it. And oh I my swear gosh. to goodness he was about to ask for that perfume back. Oh my gosh. I do love... <laughs> you don't get the Becca Blanc. No. It's not it's good like, enough for goes, you. He goes, what about the gift? <gasps> no, oh, yeah. no. Yes. And she was like, I don't know. Thanks. Like, okay. it was a nice gift. I, you know what I love about Becca? I love that she just was like, uh, nope. Uh, let me show you the door. Yeah, well, then she got really mad and she dismissed the entire group. Oh my gosh. Did <laughs> she get sent home last night? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. She, she wasn't she in kept him, the perfume. But, but the lying made her really mad at Every, yes. At everyone and everything. Oh, Becca. That's our girl. It's getting good. Yes, it is. Okay, when we come back, you know what? We're going to check in with Brad first, and then maybe we'll get to D-Bags on my talk. Well, Bradley has been in Uganda for the last few days, and uh, we've asked him to check in with us via some voicemails on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Like I said, Bradley Trainer. He's gone. Holly Roberts here. Yep. Sonny's been running the controls. Trying to. You are doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you. And, um, and like I said, Bradley has left uh, on a trip to Uganda. He um, left on Saturday, and this is all part of World Refugee Day, which is coming up. And uh, this is the second time he's taken this trip with the American Refugee Committee. And among other things, he has the opportunity to visit the Nakivali refugee camp which is one of the largest refugee camps in uh, that in that area um and he gets to meet some of the people at that camp and learn their stories um in addition to celebrating world refugee day by doing a 5k through 
the refugee camp. When he comes back, he will tell us more about that. And and he always has quite an amazing story about mm-hmm. what he saw and what he learned there. Um, but today he has sent us a voicemail. I've had a little tiny preview of what he's telling us about. And um, if you need a little encouragement in your life, if you need to hear the story of somebody who has made something spectacular out of very little, you got to listen to what Bradley sends us today from Uganda. Brad sent a voicemail from Africa. Brad sent a voicemail from Africa. Hey guys, it's Bradley, live from Uganda. I just got back from the Nakivali Refugee Settlement. Uh, I had an amazing day. We saw some incredible things, um, but more importantly, we met some amazing people. And I want to tell you, if you don't mind, about one of those people, because I think it will give you a flavor for the kinds of stories uh, that we've heard about and seen on this trip. Okay, so I want you to meet somebody named Prince. And Prince is from Congo. Now, he's a refugee. He arrived at Nakivali with basically nothing, just like every other refugee. And last year, Prince decided that he wanted to open a school. Okay, so think about that. Um, A refugee who arrived with nothing saw a need for others, not himself. And keep in mind, these are people who survive on less water every day than you use to take a shower. But he looked around and he said, there are all these people that want to learn English, but uh, they can't. So I want to open a school and I want to teach some classes. Um, I want to help people communicate because in a refugee settlement where there are 13 different nations represented and very many more languages represented, people need a common language. And so he thought if we can teach them English, um, then they'll be able to communicate better, but they'll also be able to be successful in business. So again, this refugee had this idea last year And with the help of ARC and others at the camp, he was able to build, staff, and open a school in less than a year. And they are now teaching 12 classes a week, which is amazing, serving a population that wouldn't have had this resource before, but for one person's idea. And I just think that is so amazing because you and I, every day, probably talk ourselves out of doing a half a dozen things that we don't think we can do. But here you have a person who, um, with little or nothing, made something happen. So that's the kind of story we've been hearing. Um, That's the kind of work that ARC has been doing and helping people achieve for themselves people like Prince it's uh, I mean it, it it makes me speechless so I will simply just leave you with if there are if there are things in your own life that you don't feel like you can accomplish um, think of Prince he did uh, and I guarantee he had a lot less um, in the ways of resources than you and I do. So think about Prince the next time you want to talk yourself out of that. Um, again, it's just been an incredible experience. I've been overwhelmed with emotion. So has everybody else. I can't wait to share more of the story with you. If you want to follow along um, on Instagram, I've been posting a lot of Instagram stories. 
of course, um, you know, Twitter and Facebook as well. But um, and we'll talk when I get back. I am uh, hope I didn't take too much of your time. I hope you guys are having fun without me. Hopefully Rocco is winning the Throwback Live at 145. In any case, I miss you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye-bye. Brad sent a voicemail from Africa. He sent a Amazing story. Wow. Prince is an amazing person. Right? What a great story to share. You know, and when I think about it, one of the reasons why uh, I'm so happy that Bradley gets to have this experience and gets to bring us these stories is without his voice to tell those stories, we might not realize that that is the kind of amazing stuff that is happening uh, at the Naki Valley Refugee Settlement. And I want to also just remind everybody, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow is World Refugee Day. And the way that Bradley is celebrating that is by um, learning more about the refugees at Naki Valley Refugee Settlement. Uh, They are also doing a 5K throughout the settlement. And he will no doubt meet more and more people there but you can help uh, and there's plenty of ways to do so uh, and you can start with just going to the American Refugee Committee's Facebook page which is at ARC Relief and there are a number of fundraisers that are listed there you can see more pictures of, of the kinds of sites the kinds of things that Bradley is experiencing on this amazing trip to Uganda and you right can now. also go to their website too it's arcrelief.org and if you want to follow Bradley's Instagram stories Bradley's Instagram handle is Bradley J Trainer mm-hmm. again it's Bradley J Trainer and I'm scrolling through his Instagram stories right now and he is sharing some incredible footage uh from his experiences it's really cool mm-hmm. it's really cool and we are glad that he's there and, and you get to see prince on his yes. instagram story there yes. he is and it is what, what a wonderful story and so uh we will hopefully hear from him again tomorrow which again is world refugee day by the time we hear from him it will be the end of the day because uh it is currently i want to say 9 30 that is correct there yes uh and so at night p.m and so when we hear from him tomorrow he will have done that 5k he will have um seen a lot more sites there will be another story that he will be able to share with us and it does not feel good to me to go from that to D-bags, if I'm being perfectly honest. I feel. I feel you. I understand that. But that's not going to stop us. All right. Nothing's going to stop us <laughs> Exactly. Now. Lord and Lady D-bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. By the way, neither of our D-bags are Starship, Grace Lake, anybody like that. We, we love you. This is true. A hundred percent. I would never say a bad thing about Starship. Um, okay, so I would like to make Daphne Oz my D-bag. Ooh. I don't know the girl. Yeah, but her dad is Dr. Oz, who is a noted Lord Douchebag. Yes, um, true. Uh, here's why. She is suffering from uh, something I like to call... Um, Kim, uh, I'm sorry, Chloe Kardashianitis. Oh no, which is this mm, need and desire to share her post baby body. Oh no, not you, Daphne, not you. Yeah, oh. yeah. Thirty-two year old Daphne Oz has proudly shared a photo of herself modeling a bikini six months after giving birth and opening up about the diet she's following while she's working to lose this baby weight. Uh, Again, perpetuating this uh this notion that your one and only and most important job after birth is to get your body back. Who d- 
Colleen, in all honesty, does I understand the desire to uh, be fit and feel your best self. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But honest to goodness, six months after you have just given birth to a new life on this planet, mm-hmm. is your number one concern, is anyone's number one concern fitting into a bikini in the way in which you did before you gave birth? Listen, I, I can say that that was not um, that that was not a priority for me. I do know that there were people who felt who were anxious about that and wanted to to do that. But but would they have felt anxious about it if not for receiving the messages from people like Daphne Oz who are trying to sell you something yes. and trying to make you feel bad or yeah. buy into their diet? Because ultimately, yes, the bottom line is that these people are trying to sell you something. She's trying to sell you the idea of herself being a, a lifestyle and fitness guru. I'm eating romaine <laughs> and know, kale. Every time I see these stories, it frustrates me. Okay, just, uh, I want I want to admit this. Yeah. When I had my daughter, her belly button freaked me out. It did. Uh-huh. Her, uh, her mm-hmm. umbilical cord yes. freaked me yeah. out. Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I don't know why, I, I remember it fell off and then I'd stuck it back in her diaper and tried to hide it. You're <laughs> like, oh, that didn't happen. That didn't and happen. No. And I'm just wondering, like, how... And I'm not judging anybody. I just want to sit down and and ask them like how are how where do you have time to be concerned about how you look versus the freak out of this human? Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like I don't know maybe I don't know like I don't I just it's don't understand. hard to make sense of it right yeah yeah, like yeah. I, I just don't under because I was just so freaked out that this human is here and I have to feed them and love them and encourage them and, yes and, oh, and, my yeah. body was like the last of my concerns it really was it really was by the way everybody is a bikini body. This thank you for that. <laughs> Wear a bikini yes, and your body is and it, instantly a bikini it's body. Instantly a bikini body. Yes. But Sonny and Colleen and everybody like if these people were not displaying their bodies and, and introducing the concept of post baby body, would that have something that you would have been concerned about without the outside culture telling you that you should be thinking I, about I don't this. think I don't I, I really don't think I would have cared honestly I, and frankly I don't think I did care um I don't think I had time to care that's what that's, I mean that's yeah. what I'm yeah. talking about I it's just it's start. trying to figure out the do I give them breast milk will right. do I switch I have to go back to work mm-hmm. um I can't sleep I did like, well, I, you <laughs> know I will say here's where I did the only place where I did have that feeling was nothing I have fits and yeah, I don't right. feel good in anything. Right, yeah. Right, okay. Right. But that wasn't enough for me to focus on that to the point where I was overhauling. There was already everything in my life had already been overhauled. Right. You right. know, trying to think about how I was going to overhaul my diet and fit exercise right, in. Right. At that time just wasn't we walked, we went out for walks. I right, would put yeah. a baby in a buggy and go and do and whatever I could. Mm-hmm. Um and I, again, it's hard to say to talk about this without sounding like you're judging. It's right. just really difficult for me to understand. Yeah. yeah. And, that's and I why think I said the I just, pressure if, is unnecessary. If I could if I could just sit down and maybe just pick their brains and yeah. say why you know why is that mm-hmm. important? But that's you know? why I'm saying is that they're planting the seeds of an idea that didn't exist before right. and they're trying to make you concerned about this thing that is really not concerning you're right. concerned about keeping a human being alive right Daphne right. Oz right. De- <laughs> is just trying to sell you stuff by the way your post baby body is just the body that you have after you've had a baby can that, we just let yes. that be yeah. yeah and then when we come back we have to play the throwback live at 145 Bradley wished luck to Rocco who is playing in his place we will see how that goes after this on my talk 107.1 145 
Live means it's time for the Throwback Live on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, Uganda, <laughs> in Uganda. Uh, Holly Roberts is filling in. Sonny's been running the controls. Rocco is here to play with me yeah. uh, in Bradley's stead, the Throwback Live at 145. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145. Go ahead. Make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. It's time for Tuesday's edition of the Throwback Live at 145. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly will win the Throwback Live at 145. And Colleen and Rocco buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen, I won. Rocco. Well, I have to do. Thank you. Aww. <laughs> Come on, Rocco, defend yourself. Rocco! Yes, that's great. All right, now, Colleen, you have in front of you the total victory tally of the Throwback Live at 145. really feel like it needs to be shared today, so well, let's actually, just play the no, game. No, it does. Oh, okay. you know what? Oh, convenient. I have it, too. <laughs> Here's where we stand so far. Colleen, you have 34 total victories. Bradley has 35 total victories. With thanks, the help of Rocco. With the help of Rocco. <laughs> I like qualifying that. Yeah, but it, a win is a win. This, I know. Fine. A win is a it win. It is. You're right. Fine. Well, let's get started on today's Throwback Live at 145. Guess what? We haven't even played the game yet. No. So anybody could win. That's exciting, totally right? Totally true. I like uh, it. The world is our oyster. Yes. Fantastic. All right. Let's play our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen Rocco, please tell me what this is. Hello, no man. Colleen. Colleen. <laughs> that is Jerry Seinfeld saying hello to his um, frenemy, Newman, on Seinfeld. Thank you. That's right. Played by the lovely, delightful Wayne Knight, who mm-hmm. also plays Nedry from Jurassic Park. Mm, your mm. favorite movie ever. Did you see the latest Between Two Ferns? No, no, but we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, it makes a cameo. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Colleen. You Thank know your you. 90s sitcoms. Yes. You have one point in the throwback live at 145. Yes. Rocco, you have yet to score, but it's still anybody's game. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen, Rocco, tell me what this is. I got it. Rocco. Rocco. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Theme from Chariots of Fire. Oh, yes. It's such a good theme song. Now move your arms in slow motion. I always am. Running on the beach. You know, it's funny, like the slow motion of them running on the beach. That's actually me at a sprint. I'm just saying. I think it's all of us at a sprint, right? (laughs) Well, good job, Rocco. Thank you. That is the theme to the Academy Award winning 80s movie Chariots of Fire. So Rocco has one point. Colleen has one point. The game is tied. The throwback live at 145. Moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen, Mm -hmm. Rocco. Please correctly identify this. Snap out of it. Colleen. Okay, you got it. Colleen. That is Cher from Moonstruck. Yes! Yeah, what? Two points for me. Snap out of it. Slap a Nicolas Cage across the face. You want an Oscar for doing that? We all have wanted to do at one point or another. Slap Nicolas Cage across the face? Yeah, haven't you? Maybe a little? No? Okay. Maybe just his career? I don't know. 
I wanted to steal maybe his T-Rex bones, but okay. I digress. Yeah, you have a whole thing with that. Yeah. All right, moving on. Our throwback live at 145 here. Colleen has two points. Yes. Rocco has one point. Rocco, you're still in the game. Right. If you correctly identify this fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen. Colleen. That's the opening to Elf. Yes! Yes! I would have not. I would not have gotten that. You wouldn't have. No. Oh yes. Oh, Colleen. I won. Yes, congratulations. You won today's Throwback Live at one forty-five. What did I win? Well, Colleen, today for winning the Throwback Live at one forty-five, you won a brand new, still in the box ColecoVision. That is amazing. Sets. Thank you. You're welcome. Comes with Pong. I love Pong. I could no, play that all day. I'm a ColecoVision expert. It does not come with Pong. What does it come it with? It came with Donkey Kong. That'll do. I'll take it. Thank you. Oh, Donkey Kong is so frustrating, though. Why? Because Mario doesn't jump when you want him to jump over the barrels. I'm, listen, I'm just telling you, technology was different then. And it then you hard. try to lift your, your controller up. Like it's going and, to influence. And it doesn't. And it doesn't. Um, I would just like to say we've tied up the grand total of Throwback Live wins again, which makes me feel far better than I felt at the beginning of the segment. Um, good job, Rocco. Thank you. I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'm not mad I didn't get the theme from Alf. It was Alf, right? Yeah. Yes. Alf from Mel that Mac. That dumb. <gasps> Excuse okay, you. How about, can I just tell you something that's going to make it less dumb for you? Yeah. When I tell you about all the controversy that was happening actually on set oh, on that show. Drama. It was not a happy, happy situation. The dad, the guy who played the dad, yeah. do you, can Glasses, you like conjure? Yes. Yeah. Do you, he is, he was uh, like a massive crack addict really? yep. and he had, he like ruled with a reign of terror on the set. Um, and he really, I mean, he took a very bad um, turn after the show. Yeah, now he really? lives in a rundown apartment in Redondo Beach, California. Yeah. It's a it's a rough look for him. He they, looked like a social studies I know, teacher. I know. They did not get along. It was a very angry place to work. By the um, way. And the guy in the elf costume just recently died. Oh. I mean, he wasn't still in the elf costume, but the guy who played the body of elf. I there's not a well, how do you say that without it sounding bad? He wore the elf suit. The guy in the elf suit. Yeah. Yeah. He passed away. Yeah. One I was, time I tried we we host like a Christmas um TV episode party yeah. every year. And we thought, oh, it's watching it. It'll be really funny. And um it was like a two parter about a kid with cancer in the hospital and it was the worst It was a very special episode. Screen. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And pretty much everybody left. Now that. you have oh. to pre screen those yes, before for sure. you for sure. before you share them. We do a little like mini version of that at the office. Well, yes. Um which is a sad thing because they order a really good pizza and you guys get to the great shows while we are on the air. So yes. how about this year? About noon, you watch the Elf episode. Yes. Yeah, okay. just spring it upon everyone. Yeah, it's a surprise. Everyone loves Elf. He's so funny. He eats cats. Oh, so, that's not okay. <laughs> Speaking of cats, check out our live cat cam. It's so sweet. The mama cat is laying in the middle of the floor and the kittens are all around. Elf won't eat them. MyTalk1071.com, uh, the cat video festival. We have a live kitty cam. It's the best. And uh, we'll be right back here on the My 